Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Midnight Fright Cast. This is your host, Patrick Lambrecht, and this is episode number 33. I have with me in the basement studio, Josh. Hey, 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 hey. And joining us with the uh, face of the time is uh, Greg. Uh, breaker, breaker, this is Greg. The, Hi, the, hey, the doctor of filmonomics. The doctor Ooh, of- I like that. Filmonomics. Uh, I, I just made that word up. I think I made that word up. All right. Well played. So well it's, it's uh, been a couple of weeks since we last met, and it was all three of us that time, and I'm glad that we can get all three of us back together again, albeit over the internet yeah. here. But we got a couple of things to talk about this week. Uh, let's start off with what we've been watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we going to round robin this? We didn't. Talk, we don't talk about this stuff ever Wait, before we get on. We're just like, just, we do when we get we on. Are a, we are a fly by the seat of our yeah. pants type podcast. So if you like organization, <laughs> it, it's it not going to happen. Be the best idea for and you. cut. Yeah, it's it's just not going to happen that way. Uh, are we going <laughs> to round robin then, or are we going to just get through them? Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go around starting with Greg. Starting with me. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Stand by. All right. So uh, I'll start with my my least. Um, relevant piece here and only because it's basically consumed my last like two weeks. So on June 15th, the uh, over in Russia, the World Cup started and I have been binge watching like every game that I can get a hold of. And it's been awesome so far. A lot of great games and uh, sad that the USA couldn't make it this year, weren't able to uh, win their way into the tournament, but still have been a lot of great teams and it's just been a lot, a lot of fun to watch this tournament this year. Has there been a lot of upsets? I heard there's a lot of upsets. There was a couple in the the first couple of games, yeah. but it's starting to kind of form out to what people were mostly expecting. So I think some of the teams were just uh, shaking off some of the rust and getting rid of some of the jitters. And um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of a uh, lot of really really good games, a lot of brutal games. They've just been beating on each other. Fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, I had a chance while I was over in Germany. The uh, the Europe. The Euro Cup was going on during that time. Oh, nice. And if you want to have a lot of fun during soccer, well, football season, be in Europe during that time mm-hmm. because, man, they go nuts. Oh, yeah. For, it's it's for huge soccer. over there. Like, I, I imagine what we have for American football is what they're like for soccer football. Even even more crazed for it. I mean, we, oh, went, yeah. we, went to a, we went to a football game over there that would have been like the equivalent of Salt Dogs here. Mm-hmm. And they still, like, tore down the stadium it was, oh, wow. it was insane you know mm-hmm. anyway yeah yeah their, their fans are rabid it's yeah. insane love the world cup so uh first on my list is a uh netflix original uh called the staircase and it's a docu did i steal that from you no Josh? it's okay, oh, okay. talk talk, talk no, away I'm, sir I, i'm just gonna say it is a documentary about what 11 episodes it's, it's quite 13. a few, 13 i got episodes. one left okay and i i got all the way to the end and i'm not gonna spoil it for you um, but it's like these crime documentaries have mm-hmm. really been piquing my interest lately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, if, if you have a chance to see this on Netflix, I suggest it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to steal a little bit. Cause, uh, so yeah, my wife started watching that 
And I walked in on her watching that and I was like, what are you, what are you, what is this, what is this stuff? And she was telling me about it and I sat down and then I could not get back up. Mm-hmm. It was just, it drew me in. And then not only that, but then it made me go back and start rewatching Making a Murder. Making a Murder. Um, cause that's super good. Uh, so Evil Genius, all those shows yeah. are just like taken off on Netflix and they're yeah. all Netflix originals. I think they found their success with that Making a Murderer and yeah. they're just going with it. Yeah. At this but point. the staircase is, I got the same feelings from that as I got from making a murder. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the emotions going and the kind of the anger. Yeah. And, uh, we have, uh, one episode left to finish. Yeah. We're going to watch it tonight and, um, I'm excited to see how it ends. But it is an investment because each episode is about 40 minutes long. Yeah. About 45. Yeah. 45 minutes yeah. long. Yeah. But well worth it. Yep. And what is this one called? The staircase? The staircase. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yep. All right. Greg, back to you. Oh, wow. That was quick. <laughs> um, so kind of going along the same lines as the World Cup, I was looking for a movie to watch the other night because I actually had some free time and I wanted to just shut my brain off. And I came across a movie that I haven't seen in a long time, but it's relevant to kind of what's going on with the World Cup. And it's about as stupid, mindless comedy as you can possibly get. I watched Beer Fest. Beer Fest is fantastic. I Beer love Fest that movie. Enjoyable, fantastic comedy from the guys of uh, Broken Lizard who oh, gave yeah. you... Super Trooper. Yep. Fantastic film. Absolutely fantastic. Loved every minute of it. They, at the end of that movie, uh, uh, who is it? Um, walks out of the, out of that bar with a, a bong. He's smoking. Willie Nelson. Yeah. Willie Nelson smoking weed. Really? And so, yeah, yeah. That's a shocker. So, uh, yeah. Um, so they made Super Troopers too. And then they're like, if people go see this movie, we promise you, we will make bong fest or pot fest. Um, so I'm kind of, uh, although stupid and kind of, you know, terrible humor. I'm kind of excited that's, to see. That's their I'm style gonna... of comedy, though, is just yeah. absolute yeah. stupid humor. And that's yeah. awesome. They, they're one of the best at doing it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a total Broken Lizard fan. Yeah, I they're think, great. Yeah, they're really good. All I'm right. a fan of Broken Lizard, too. <clears throat> what? Wait, what? I said I'm a fan of your Broken Lizard, too. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> Anywho... <laughs> I caught a movie also on Netflix that uh, I don't know why I chose to watch it, but I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. And it was called Fun Mom Dinner. And it's just this. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. Man. You are totally <laughs> laughing at me. And it's it's basically uh, uh, these four women that decide to uh, have, a, have a ladies night out. But the cast is really good. Because it's got Tony Collette and, uh, oh gosh, no, I can't remember her name. There's the Katie Alston and Bridget Everett. And, uh, oh, she was on Saturday Night Live. She was the one that smelled her armpits all the time. Oh, Molly, uh, not Molly Shannon. Um, yeah, Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Okay. Molly Shannon? Yep. That's exactly <laughs> right. And it was just entertaining because mm-hmm. the comedy in it was really true to life. So I just got a big kick out of it. Not something I would normally watch, and it just caught my attention, and I watched it. Elizabeth really likes Tony Collette. Tony Collette's really great. Yeah, yeah. So on Amazon Prime, uh, there's a film that uh, dropped that I, I threw some money down for um, an indie film that I have been kind of following as they were making it. Uh, it's called Terrifier, and uh, a few years back they made a movie called All Hallows Eve, and it had a character in there named Art the Clown. And oh, yeah. they gave him his own film. And that film was Terrifier. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a real decent indie flick. It's not, 
I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say there's really a story to it, um, because it's basically a body count flick. Um, it's your favorite. Super, it's, yeah, it's super gory and the effects are really great, but there are characters that literally show up in this movie just so they can give him one more person to kill. Um, there's no real point to them being there other than, you know, that person is going to walk in. They're going to run into him and just a gory mess is going to happen. But it was a lot of fun to watch. So if you get a chance, find it on Amazon Prime. It really wasn't that much. Um, the, the still shot, he kind of looks like the uh, the puppet from Saw. He does kind of a little bit, yeah. What's his name? The Art. puppet? Oh, um, <clears throat> I can't think of it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. but this guy's name is Art. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's a lot of fun. So there's that. Excellent. And back I guess that would be me for the last one. So I got a text from a couple of my friends last night. There was a movie playing at the Alamo Draft House that they wanted to go see. Uh, it's not a, a newer one. It was actually released back in the early 80s, if I remember right. Um, begrudgingly, I, I went. I knew it was going to be bad, and it's still just as bad as it was back then. But – it was kind of fun to see it on the big screen. I went and saw Masters of the Universe. I love that movie. 1987, Masters of the Universe. Terrible. Dolph Lundgren. Terrible. Not terrible. I bet it but, was I bet it was extremely exciting for the 1980s Josh though. It was fantastic. I love that movie. I love that movie. It it was it was entertaining like I came to the conclusion, first off, there's a lot of like Star Wars themes coming out of that movie. Like ridiculously Star Wars themes is weird. Yeah, um, but I've I've come to the conclusion that a terrible movie from the 1980s is still better than a terrible movie put out today, because at least it has adventure and imagination. That movie also has a really really great cast. If you if if you're being honest, it's 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 a Dolph Lundgren's in there, and then uh, Courtney Cox is in there. Courtney Cox. Um, kind of hams it up. Frank Langella's uh, in there. Frank Langella was probably the best part of that entire movie. I wish they would have done his makeup a little bit better. Yeah. Because the mask that they put on him, like, was weird when he was talking. I think if they would have gone a little bit different way or a little bit tighter type mask, I think he would have been, like, just outstanding. But he was probably the best part of that entire film. Yeah. The only, the only hate I have on that movie is how much they took it out of Grayskull and how much was took place on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the mm-hmm. villains in that movie really had nothing to do with the cartoon. They, and they, they of, actually good. No, they actually had like, it was, this was a special feature that they did that night where they had some like podcast guys come in and they did a brief intro to it. And they said that the reason that they had those like droid robots in there, a was for body count. B was because when they shot the feature, Mattel did not want any death involved with it. The toy maker Mattel. Yeah, yeah. And so they added these characters so that they could kill people off. Gotcha. But essentially they weren't killing off any characters from the cartoon. There's a remake in the works for that. Of and course there is. Yeah, well, and they're gonna but they're gonna go back to the original, like closer to the cartoon, like Orko is gonna be in there and they're gonna keep it in Grayskull and Shira, I think, is coming in and they're gonna do it like the original cartoon from the 80s so i think it'll be kind of cool hey it'll be interesting to see i mean it's it's campy it's a cult classic for sure 
but it's it's still a terrible movie from the 1980s that is entertaining. Yeah. All right. Well, against Greg's better judgment, Rachel and I went and saw Solo. No, wait a minute. I went and saw Solo. Rachel did not go with me. Um, so you went solo? I, I went solo to Solo. <laughs> Rachel and I went and saw uh, Jurassic World. But about Solo, a completely unnecessary film in the Star Wars saga. Didn't need to know any more about him. Didn't learn hardly anything more about mm. him than what we already knew. I think just knowing what we did was probably enough. The only thing we really learned is how we met Chewbacca, I mm. think. And, uh, you know, it was kind of unfortunate I love Ron Howard. I love his work. But you always know that when you're going to a Ron Howard movie, you're going to see his brother. And, yeah. Oh, no. And maybe yep, he was and, in there. And maybe some other actors that he's worked with. So the gentleman that played Willow was also oh, in Oh, yeah, there. Warwick Davis. Yes. Uh, was also in it. It just felt unnecessary. Wasn't he, he – Warwick Davis, though, was in the original Star Wars, though, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played, uh, he played one of the Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's fine that he was in it, but it's still one of those things where, you know, you see his face, you're going, and he plays a bit part, just like his brother plays bit parts yeah. and everything else. So you're just kind of like, it's like, ugh, really? The, really? The, the best part of that movie was Lando Calrissian, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Don, uh, Don, <laughs> and that was about it. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a bust. But uh, it, the, the relationship with the robot, though, still I didn't get. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. Uh, completely yeah. unnecessary, and I guess Disney is finding out that it was probably unnecessary as well because they've halted production on the other <laughs> uh, solo films. You know, Badger movie's gonna suck for Disney just to be like, no more, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as long as they go and tell stories like Rogue One and stuff like that, uh, I think they'll be fine. But if they try to build on current characters, that's just not going to work. You you don't need origin stories anymore. The Star Wars universe is developed. If you want to venture off and do like a Rogue One or those little side (laughs) stories that have nothing to do with any of the main characters, I think you'll be okay because you get a little bit more creative liberties. But you're taking one of the best characters out of one of the best series ever. Yeah. And it was was just unnecessary. And then the final scene, I didn't quite understand – either when she was speaking oh, with the hologram to, uh, you can't say because yeah. that's a spoiler but she was talking to another character that shows up in the I, saga I'm, and I i'm assuming that that's that was part of what or that was going to be one of the next yeah, solo sequels yeah i don't know so anyway <laughs> so anyway i would say go see jurassic world instead of solo cool uh yeah my my last uh film on here was a movie that I was so excited to see, and I couldn't, I, I needed other people to see it, so I had someone to talk to about this. Um, but, uh, and it's a hit and miss movie. People either love this movie or they are just hating on it like crazy. I went and saw Hereditary, um, and I'm so happy I went and saw Hereditary. It is the most bonkers movie I have seen in a really long time. Uh, I think everyone, should go see it if for no other reason, just for its originality. There is no other movie out there right now that you can rent, buy, find anywhere that is like this movie. And it's like the director wrote two different films. The first two acts of that movie is completely 
different from the third act of that movie. It's like, he was like, I'm going to, we're going to write this nice, like, not nice, but like, it's, it's a weird vibe from the get go. But then the third act comes and you're like, what the fuck did I just miss <laughs> to make it go like this? Um, and, uh, there's a nice little what the fuck moment in that movie where it happened. And I swear I stopped breathing for a few seconds. I like, it just, I was like, I, I was, Oh, I needed a hug after I walked out of that movie. And so did the guy sitting behind me because his girlfriend beat the shit out of him for taking him, (laughs) taking her to that movie. She was so pissed off and he kept getting up. He got up and he went to the bathroom like five times. And every time he came back, she'd give him like a five minute speech as to what he missed. So I was listening to her give him an update on the shit he missed. And she was either not watching the movie or she didn't get it because her explanation was like dog shit. And um, yeah, I was so glad I went and saw this bonkers little art piece. And it's saying that though, I would not buy this movie. I want it. I might seek it a second time because I'm sure there are things in this movie that if you blink, you missed it. Um, but it's not a movie that I would go out and buy because it hurt my feelings. And I don't think I can watch it multiple times over the years. That's kind of how I felt about Mother. Yeah, well, you were wrong. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I loved Mother. And I said, I really liked Hereditary too, but it hurt my soul. And... I was seeking a hug at the end of that movie. So uh, everybody go see it. Um, and then write me hate mail because <laughs> go see it. So you can want hugs. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's it. Hereditary. This right. guy is also just out of film school. He's made some short films, but this was his first feature film and he's knocking this shit out of the park. Nice. So, um, He's either pissed a ton of people off or he's got people that are just going to love his stuff no matter what he does. And speaking of Tony Collette, she should be nominated for this film. She's so good. It would be interesting to see the shorts that he had done um, prior to that that led him to get this gig. Yeah. He did not pitch this movie as a horror film. He did not tell Tony, Tony Collette it was a horror film. He pitched it as a completely different genre and because he was like, this is the only way I can get anybody to read this movie or this script. Oh, wow. Is to lie okay. to them about what it is. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's it. All right. Okay. And that is what we've been watching. <clears throat> Excellent. Good stuff, guys. So that leads us into the second section of our podcast today. And that is, uh, we sat down and looked at, well, individually sat down and watched the trailer for the upcoming movie, The Nun. Yeah. Uh, which is part of the Conjuring Universe. Conjuring universe. Yeah. Uh, does anybody want to start or just want to, let's, I'll go. yeah, go, Greg. Okay. So the only reason I'm going to go is because <clears throat> shame on me being a horror film enthusiast and all that. I have not seen any of the Conjuring series. Oof. Yep. 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 We'll fix so that. You, so you, you have no pre. No. Designed ideas of what yeah. this, this nun represents. Yeah. Then. Okay. No. Which, you know, watching the trailer, it looks intriguing. I, I kind of want to see it. It does make me want to go back and watch 
what, there's three, two there's, Conjuring and well, Annabelle? I mean, there's four in the universe right now. There's oh, four, two okay. Conjuring movies, and then Annabelle had two movies mm-hmm. okay. as well. I think that's it for now. There's at least two or three more. There's three more coming. Okay. So, yeah. So, I it makes me want to go back and watch those so that I can understand what's going on here. The trailer looked great, I thought. Um, I That's coming from a guy who knows absolutely nothing. But I, I don't know that I can speak much more to that than that. So, But it, it, it intrigued you to want to see the movie, though. Right. Yeah, it does. It yeah. did. Absolutely. Um, having watched the other movies, I figured there would be something like this coming out. Yeah. Because that character is interesting enough. Mm -hmm. We didn't see enough of that character in the other movies, but there was enough in those movies that I wanted to know more. I want to know that story. Mm -hmm. And I think this trailer kind of helps build onto that feeling. Um, I hope they're not giving away like, one of the most scary parts in it in the trailer, because if that, if that's the scariest thing in the film, yeah. it's going to be pretty boring. There but was a nice jump scare in there. there. Yeah. There's a nice jump scare in the trailer itself. Um, and I just, I, I'm curious to see where they go with the mythology of this character. Yeah. James Wan did. I mean, so far he's like the master of creating universes, I think, and connecting and connecting, uh, characters and everything i dug the first two conjuring movies i was not a fan of annabelle but i did like annabelle creation mm-hmm. um the nun was the scariest part of the conjuring 2 and there were characters in that movie that were terrifying and still that every time the nun showed up she was just the scariest mm-hmm. thing on screen in that film saying that I was a little disappointed with the trailer. I wanted more. I I felt like I needed, this is like an origin story, but I didn't get that from the trailer. Really? Um, I, I, I think that the, the nun comes from something that happened to her back during this time when the movie was made. I don't know the year this movie comes from. Um, but I wanted more of that. I wanted more of an origin feel and to know kind of what happened to her and why uh, she is um, this way. There was a nice jump scare in there, uh, but I don't really feel like I got enough from that trailer to figure out where this movie is going. Right. Um, it, th- there, th- there wasn't much dialogue in the trailer yeah. itself to try to <clears throat> imply that. Yeah, I don't think. Um, but it looks really great. I will see it because I'm a fan of that universe. Um, I know The Conjuring 3 is being worked on. And then there's another character from The Conjuring 2 that is going to get his own film as well. Hmm. And I can't remember what they called him. But you remember in The Conjuring 2, they had the guy that lived in that tent? Yep. That guy is oh. getting his own. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I – the trailer and eh, the movie I'm sure is going to be fantastic. So James Wan only wrote the story for it. He did not write the screenplay. Okay. I'm reading on IMDb. Yeah, I got you. Screenplay was actually by Gary Doberman and directed by Corin Hardy. For The Nun? Yes. Mean, yeah, he's a producer on all those. Yes. And then I think he directed the first Conjuring yeah. film. He's got um, his hands in a lot of different 
I just I just find this character to be creepy yeah. as hell. I think it's a very original character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nuns are always creepy. Uh, no offense. <laughs> but I mean... No hate mail. If you look in the horror film genre, yeah. nuns are creepy. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I'll be anxious to see any different trailers coming out between now and yeah. when it's released on September 7th. Cool. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that date. I will yeah. be there. I'll be dragging my wife to that theater kicking and screaming. I can't wait. You kicking and screaming or her? Well, maybe both. Okay. So. Any other thoughts, Greg? I have no other thoughts. Okay. I meant about <laughs> the trailer. I have no other thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is the uh, review of the trailer, The Nun. Uh, released, uh, being released uh, September 7th, so go out and see that one. And that leads us into our third section, third and final section. Well, yeah. not really final because we always try to wrap this up with uh, some shout-outs, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, so actually this moves into the reason we do this. We like to talk about movies. And uh, this past week, well, I'm sure it was like yesterday or today that we all watched this movie. Um, Guilty. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it today. Greg, I know, watched it today. Like um, an hour ago is when I finished. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I watched it yesterday, but, so it's not as fresh. But I saw the trailer come out uh, on Netflix uh, a few weeks ago, whenever it first came out, and I immediately added it to my list uh, because it piqued my interest at that point. I'm glad that we chose uh, to review this one yeah. uh, with this group. Uh, and that movie is a Netflix original movie called Cargo. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a one-liner here. After an epidemic spread all over Australia, a father searches for someone willing to protect his daughter. And this got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. And, I believe it's one of the higher ones we've seen. And on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 85% on the tomato meter, so the critics really liked it, and 70% on the audience score, which means the audience is like yeah. it. I feel like we're cheating now when we pick movies because we're just picking them off of – the scores and not going in blind anymore. But we, <laughs> I, I think we've been burned one way too many times yeah. on going in blind. So I think we're legit. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd like to talk positively about yeah. a movie gotcha. some, sometime or another. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, All right. As we, as we move into it. Um, and, uh, I don't know who wants to go first on this one. Yeah. I, I will go first only because I got to duck out. You got to duck out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll just knock these out here and we can kind of have a, a quick powwow and then you guys can do whatever you need to do. Um, this was a really, really good film. I was going in anticipating like 28 Days Later or you know, even like a Dawn of the Dead type zombie movie and I didn't get any of that. And I'm so glad that I didn't because the film really is very beautiful. Um, the cinematography is just outstanding. The Australian landscape. Mm-hmm. Good God, it's awesome. Um, the storyline of it, it was really what captured me. Uh, beautiful storyline of the survival and the lengths a parent will go to ensure the safety of a child. I think is one of the, just the greatest storylines that can be told. You, you immediately fall in love with these characters from the get go. You, you, they're very easy to empathize with, excuse me, sympathize with. And, you know, right from the very beginning, we've got tension building. There's excitement. There's intrigue. And it just, it kind of carries throughout the entire film in, and even going even further into it, it's a very raw and emotional story. And I think that's what I appreciated the most about it was there wasn't a lot of fluff. There wasn't a lot of 
fluff, I guess. I can't think of another word to, to kind of describe that, but you're, you're getting a survival story and you're, you're getting to see this father doing everything he can. I need to back up or I don't need to back up. I need to watch myself because I'm giving, he's going to give away a spoiler. We're not going to do that. Um, he's, he's doing everything he can to protect his daughter, his infant daughter, essentially. And I think that was just a phenomenal, they did a phenomenal job with uh, telling that. And Martin Freeman did a great job. So I, I will not disagree with you on that in any way, shape or form. He was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, here. It- <laughs> no, no, no. You keep going, my friend. That was all I had. Yeah. That was it. Okay. That was it. Any comments on what Greg said? Uh, I mean, I mean, you disagree with him. Uh, rebuttal. I look, I like Martin Freeman. So we'll start with that positive. I thought Martin Freeman was great. I thought Martin Freeman was miscast. Um, mm. I don't think he fit this part. I don't have a million reasons why. I don't know if it's look wise. I don't know if when I see him, I just see him from the Hobbit or I see him from whatever he character he plays in the Marvel movies. Do, do you but, think it's because he's a generally a character actor? That's it. I think and that's that it. It's hard to see him in a lead role. Yeah, it's just weird. It just felt weird. Okay. But that's, I think he proved that he's, he's not typecast. That's that. I think that was, I think one of the triumphs of this film was mm-hmm. to let people know that he, he's not always going to play Watson. He's not always going to be Frodo or Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, that, yeah. That, no, I'm just saying, what, I, I what, agree with you. He was great in this part. Mm-hmm. Look wise. I I didn't think he. I thought he was miscast. You were you were looking for more of a leading man style. I think actor. so. Yeah. Okay. I sure. Just, and and great, you, granted, the the character was not a tough guy. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It didn't mm-hmm. need to be like a tough guy walking in there. The character was kind of. I don't. Say, I'm not gonna say weak either because he was strong. But like, I um, had, I kind of like that every man feel to it because I think that's kind of what this story was about. Absolutely. He was an everyman person. He wasn't a hero. He wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. But he would do, he would go to any lengths to save his family. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have somebody that you would have cast in his stead? No. I have nobody in my head. Um, sometimes when I see movies like this also, I want to see somebody I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it takes the safety out of it for me. And although he was not safe, um, cause we're not doing spoilers. It, when I see somebody in this situation that I know, I feel right out of the gate that person is safe. Um, okay. I was fair. wrong, um, but uh, I have a hard time looking at that person and watching that person without having that mm-hmm. idea in the back of my head. So, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I would have loved to see an unknown play that part. Mm. Yeah, because it's interesting being an Australian film. Mm hmm. All the other actors were Australian, and he's English. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Australian film, and, and he's British. Uh, the only other actor I recognized was the woman at the hospital, at the school slash hospital. Yes, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, she was in uh, the, for lack of better term, Australian version of Orange is the New Black. It's called Wentworth. Oh, Wentworth, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and it was awesome to see her play a really nice character because she's such a total bitch in Wentworth. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I loved is about the way they started this film because they established almost immediately what type of society or civilization they were living in. They were just floating on that river and they see another family that looks just as nice as them. But then the guy pulls up his shirt and, and, and you see the gun and yeah. it's like, all right, 
I'm going back in the boat and we're just going to go on our way. You know, they really establish this is not a safe society anymore, but people are still kind of, we'll let you go, Mm -hmm. but just don't come near us type thing. And I love that we don't get any origin story on how this happened. Unless we did and I didn't catch it. No, it wasn't there at all. It was just right into it. There's nothing looking back. It's, this is how it is and this is what you get. Um, I, I liked, and, and this is something that Josh probably didn't like. I like the (laughs) fact that there wasn't, oh, oh no, we lost Greg. We lost Greg. Okay. Um, I love the fact that they didn't show a ton of gore or blood and guts. I was good with anything like that. I was really, I was good with that. That it took a long time before we actually saw what the, and it's okay. I mean, it's, posted as a zombie movie so that's not a spoiler to say that they're zombies Mm -hmm. that it took a while to see what the zombies look like and how they reacted and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so there is that build up of what's happening especially on the yacht Mm -hmm. um when things happen to his wife yeah that you don't see any of that and then it's just established that way um so i i kind of appreciated it because then you learned more about the humanity of the movie Mm -hmm. than worrying about the blood and guts. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, and I think that's what separated this movie from probably any zombie movie that I've seen is that it's more about the humanity and these people and less about the zombies. Yeah. Even though the zombies were a big element in the movie. Because not only did you see the man who would do anything for his family, but then you also see the dark side of humanity as well mm-hmm. with Vic. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Who was my favorite character, by the way? Was he? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was going to say. <laughs> the guy was an asshole. Um, I didn't know what to make of those kits at first. That You know, the ones that he pulled out of the river in the orange boxes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it's interesting to, to wonder where they came from. So I assume they were government-issued uh, items yeah. to help them once they've been infected. And by help like, them, this is this is your end game. Learn how to use the right the EpiPen like giant spike. Yeah, <laughs> not quite an EpiPen, but that, that's kind of. Well, I, I don't know how else to describe. I, it. I mean, it's exactly that's exactly what it was, <laughs> but it wasn't, and I can't. It, that, I, that was my original. Sorry to cut you off here. No, that was my that was my original thought. Was oh okay, they've they've got infections that they're dealing with. Here's this this medication that either like slows it down or might stop it and then pushes the button. And it's just like six inch spike that comes out. It's like, Oh nope, never yep, mind. Yep, no. <laughs> we're, we're still in, we're still in the zombie realm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I, I want to say so much about that, but I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. Hi, I am the spike or the, <laughs> the, uh, the epi pen, the epi pen thing. I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean like you know the, that there's you know that there's zombies in the world. Right. They've got to have a way to deal with them, and especially yeah. if you're in like the outback, like the literal outback. Yeah. But this wasn't a way to deal with the zombies. It's a way to deal with yourself, yourself if you've yeah. been infected. Okay. Yeah, I can see that because this was a kit. That's where he got the thing for his wrist. Right. To count down the time. To count down the time yeah. until you turn. And then the, which the, I thought was like the and, most original part of this whole movie. And if you've ever grown mm-hmm. up near a packing plant or know anything about the way that they terminate the animals there, that's exactly what made me think of, of oh, when yeah. I saw yep, that I you, needle yeah. come out. Sure. Cause it's not intended to inject anything 
other than this four or five inch spike. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, to me, it wasn't a med kit. It was more of a <clears throat> end of <laughs> a, life uh, kit. Yeah. 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 So, so, so I thought that was interesting because the, I mean, the government knew what was going on and everything else. And instead of trying to help, they said, this is your only option. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you're done. So here's a, here's a nice little going away present. Yeah. Um, I really felt, so, I really felt horrible. All right. Greg's got to take off. I have to go. Do you so, have any plugs real quick? I'll read it quick. All right. I'm Greg, the movie guy, the best movie reviewer you've never heard of. I write movie reviews with a positive spin for your enjoyment. Jump on over to gregthemovieguy.com. Check out my newest reviews of Solo, a Star Wars story, or dive into my archives and see if your favorite movies have been reviewed. Again, that's gregthemovieguy.com. Share it with everyone you know. All right. There goes the doctor of filmonomics. We'll see you next time. I'm going to work that into the next one. All right. We'll We'll see you guys later. Take care. You bet. We'll see you. Bye. (laughs) That beep going out. That was pretty cool. And that's just us. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, yeah, I'll go really, really quick, and then we'll wrap this uh, thing up. Um, I already talked about Martin Freeman and my feelings on that. I feel like if we're going to keep getting these zombie apocalypse films, that we need to start getting a little more originality kicked into them. Um, there's a lot of these movies out there. And there, it either is it starts after all the shit's gone down or you see the shit start. Right. And then it goes down. Um, they exist. They're out there. They're kind of all formulaic and they're all kind of the same. That's how I feel. Um, I suggested The Road also when before we started this cast. Mm-hmm. It's the same movie. It's just, you know, it's, it's the same premise. Um, having said that there there was there was there's different things in here but like the 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 wristband i thought that was a really nice small thing to work in um the spike that you guys talked about for a minute Mm -hmm. um that's something new that came in here but in general overall i feel like a lot of these movies are pretty formulaic and Mm -hmm. they're all kind of the same um i did enjoy the movie though I did like it. I, I liked the movie as much as I liked Martin Freeman playing the character in this movie. Um, the best part of this movie for me, uh, was the little girl in this movie. That little girl to me was the best and smartest character right. in this film. Everything that she worked out, how to, to work the, I don't, do I want to say zombie? <clears throat> were they zombies? Was it they were a virus outbreak kind of thing? I'll say were, zombie, I guess. Let's say of, zombie because yeah. to me they were dead. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, the way she worked out how to move her dad around without killing her dad, I thought was just really smart. Right. And she, I, uh, well, we're not doing spoilers. So I, I was, I was blew that. Um, but the way she, um, survived and the way she lived in this world that, and she was real young too was just the smartest way I thought anybody could have gone about it. Um, I thought she was a real nice, uh, second to Martin Freeman's character. Um, I thought putting them together, uh, character wise was a nice, um, nice way to, to push the movie along. I didn't know the, when I saw the baby thing, um, I didn't know, 
going into this movie that was his baby. I did not read um, a lot about the film going mm-hmm. in. I thought it was a baby that he found, found. and that he picked up and just kind of brought along <laughs> to save the baby. And then I was like, I wanted to get in this long discussion about if you saw a baby on the side of the road during the zombie apocalypse, would you be the person that would pick that baby? Right. Up? Right. Um, I understand now that it's his kid and that's something that you could not let go. Right. But a baby in the zombie apocalypse, and we see this during the walking dead also is a danger. Yeah. It's, and, and you do see that in here uh, when Vic's hunting him down yeah. and everything else, that, that it is a danger because you cannot control when that child exactly. makes a noise. They make noise. They get hungry. They yeah. crap their pants. You have to stop quite a bit along yeah. the way to take care of this uh, child. Yeah. And if that was not your baby and you just saw them sitting lonely on the side of the road, would you be the person to stop and pick that child up um and i know a lot of people would keep walking but they but they do touch on that a little bit later in the movie when they encounter the for lack of better term the buried treasure family i might have i may not i may not where where he goes out by himself and he's looking around he encounters the family the the man with the wife and the two daughters I may have missed it because I did get up uh, oh, during okay. the movie. Yeah. That was just fine. That was an important part because um, he did have to make a decision similar to okay. that. Uh, and it was a very difficult decision for him. Okay. And uh, I'll I'll discuss that with you after the podcast. <laughs> because yeah. if, I, cause if I tell it here, yeah. then it's obviously a spoiler. Yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. too new of a movie to do that. With. Yeah, for sure. So he did have to make a decision Similar to what you're talking about. Okay. So, um, um, yeah, yeah, because that was one of my questions here and I didn't even know if I could ask it. And I don't, I don't think I can. Um, I do like, I will have to say, I really like the scene in the tunnel. Yeah. Um, one, because of the way they handled the zombies in the tunnel was different than I've really seen before. That's who was lined up against the wall. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Vic was like, and then they had to deal with yeah. Vic yet again. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you knew he was coming back. There's no spoiler in that. In yeah. Any way, shape or he's form. a great antagonist in this movie. By he the really way. is. He's a great, he, he really was a great is. character. He's a dick, but he's a great character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, I thought the ending was incredibly sweet mm-hmm. as much as it was sad. Yeah. It was a nice moment. Yeah. At the end of that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, um and then one final thing I had on my list is I really enjoyed the use of the Aboriginal tribes yeah, in this film mm-hmm. because uh, it was the woman at the, at the school slash hospital that said they're gone. He thought she meant dead and she goes, no, they've gone back to the old way. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And I found that very poignant because they, they did, they said, you know, um, it's not technology that's going to save us. Yeah. It's, we've got to go back to the old ways. And it was, it was this Aboriginal tribe that, that, uh, that they ended up, well, I can't say. Yeah. I got you. It's so hard to like talk about the movie without spoiling it, but, uh, it's definitely a movie that, um, if you like this kind of subgenre, yeah. if you like these kind of films, it's, it's one to catch on Netflix. To, to me, like I said earlier, it is less of a zombie movie, more of a, story about yeah humanity it's slow yeah for a zombie movie it's slow for a zombie movie it's slow it's still a zombie movie yeah not a horror movie 
Yeah, I don't think. Um, but still, to me, it. it uh, I, I I I just really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Without spoiling, can you? Did they ever explain why the hell they were putting their heads in the ground? Did they explain that? Did I miss that too? They don't explain it. Okay. And I had that on my list, and I just didn't know whether I could ask it or not. I, I don't think that's a spoiler. I don't think that's like, a spoiler because you see it from the very beginning. And they stick their heads in the ground, yeah. and then they just sit there with their asses in the air. And I was like, what are we doing? And I didn't see if that was part of the instructions in the med kit or any of that stuff. Okay. So I'm... I may be tempted to do some research on that one. Were those people that had already turned or those people that are getting ready to turn? You don't know. When, right? Once again, okay. no, yeah. I don't know. Because gotcha. we, we saw it in so many various formats yeah. and then, yeah, yeah. then the flash forwards, the, yeah. the, the flashbacks, everything yeah. else. We, we saw it. Um, we saw it so many times in there, but there was never really an explanation. But of course there was never any explanation as to how it started, what it was, if it was mm-hmm. a virus, if it was whatever. So, um, so yeah, uh, if you were to give it one to ten, what would you give it? Yeah, I th- I think I I sit in that six area. Okay, I, I would say I would say probably a higher seven for me. Okay, um, just because I thought it was, I I just thought it was so well acted and the cinematography, like Greg said, was really beautiful. Um, and I'm a sucker for cute babies. Yeah, I got you. I really am. That that last that last moment that he had with her. Uh, mm-hmm. Before the end of the movie, just was just really it's touching. Sweet. Yeah, it was yeah, really sweet. Yeah. So, so, um, and sh- I, I we should have asked Greg what he would have given it, but it sounded like he probably would have ranked it around a seven. He probably would have been up there, yeah, yeah. in that area. So, so we're so we're kind of like aligning with what Rotten Tomatoes is saying then, because yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. audience score was seventy percent. So yeah, so um, it's, I think that's fair. So. All right. Uh, do we want to do, I know you got something to plug. You can't even tell me you don't. I got something to plug. Yeah, you do. Okay. So the only thing I can think of, if if this is what you're thinking of, is there was a little film I was in. Yep. Uh, called Corruptor. Yeah. uh, By Unfiltered Entertainment. And, uh, they are like all over the map now. It is on, uh, Spectrum On Demand. Mm -hmm. It is on Amazon On Demand. Just saw it the other day. Uh, there's another one they announced today. I can't think of it. Uh, but they are, they're getting this, uh, this movie out on demand. Yep. You can find it on a ton of different, uh, at least, oh, not ton, I guess three or four different yeah. uh, sites though, or places though. Um, couple ca- cable mm-hmm. places. I don't know the one in Omaha. Um, that's Cox, but I it, don't know if it's on that one. Uh, okay. Um, but definitely on Amazon prime. I saw it there yesterday, yep. so I know it's there. Yep, It's there. Go support indie film they're not asking for much it's it's, it's 5.99 for the yeah. film and you know we saw it at pre lights last year go hunt it down and find it and give it a watch and uh if for nothing else to support any film but yeah and uh i will say though i'm a little disappointed because i was third build in this movie and they only list the first two names yes they do on, yep. on these sites yep. so i'm saying yep you know so i'm i'm seeing uh uh, Mike Crawford, yep. Megan Garcia, yep. and <laughs> no Patrick, no Patrick Lambrecht. <laughs> Damn it. I was going, oh, man. Yeah. But he's there, and he's in there a lot. So 
Yeah, it, it was, it's, it's fun. It was a fun movie to do. And uh, I just think uh, Chad and Dorothy did a really good job. And it, it's probably worth the five ninety nine to, to, to support them so I that they can keep doing was there a quality movies there? in there. Was there a buy option on there? I don't think there was a buy option. On Amazon option. Prime? Right. Maybe there was. Okay. I don't remember if there was or not. I know there's yeah. the rental one. So um, beyond that, uh, check out the Prairie Lights Film Festival. It's coming and it's coming soon. Uh, announcements are coming soon. You can find all the announcements they've done so far on their Prairie Lights website and the Facebook page. Uh, that's coming October 12th, 13th, and 14th in Grand Island, Nebraska at the historic Grand Theater. It's a ridiculously good time. Super cheap. It's $10 for the whole weekend or $5 a day. If you buy your pass in advance, I think they're giving out the screeners again this year. Um, but the $10 gets you discounts and vouchers for uh, soda and popcorn. It uh, gets you into all three days of the film festival. It gets you just, uh, we're going to go to the after parties. It, uh, it's there's a ton of stuff for that price. It's you can't find a cheaper weekend. So um, please, please, please uh, go check out the Prairie Lights Film Festival page and uh, and uh, see what they got going because yeah. it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a pretty that is a gosh good time. darn good time. Really good time. So and we hopefully will have a couple of things out there uh, to to show ourselves. And yeah, That's, so all right. Um, otherwise, uh, check us out on midnightfrightfilms.com, Facebook, Midnight Fright Films, the Midnight Frightcast. We're on the Insta, Instagram, on Twitter, YouTube. We're kind of everywhere yeah. on the uh, on the social media. So we are find us, look for us. Hopefully, we'll have a handful of things that are new coming your way soon, maybe, possibly, and uh, yeah. All right. That's it. Well, I think that's it for this week. So uh, we want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you all have a horrific next couple of weeks until we see you again. All right. 